Hi, I'm Stephen Maggi, the voice behind RaiderHistorian.com. You know, John Madden, the former coach of the Oakland Raiders, usually responds that he's backs the Davis family, whatever they want to do. But in this latest move to Las Vegas, after initially saying he just backed the Davis family and so forth, he started thinking about it a little. He said, I don't like it. And the reason he doesn't like it is once they tear down the Coliseum, all that great history is gone. They won't know what we did. And it really was special, both at the Oakland Coliseum and later at the Los Angeles Coliseum and then back at the Oakland Coliseum. Well, that's what Raider Historian is all about. We keep that history alive. For fans in new in Las Vegas, you need to know about this. It's an important part of the team. You need to know the history to understand the philosophy of the Oakland and now soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders. If you're a fan from Oakland or Los Angeles, you need to listen to this to remember those great and wonderful days so that's never lost. Finally, if you're a fan of an NFL team, some other team besides the Raiders, you need to do this to understand what it is about the Raiders and why their fans are the way they are and why it's just a little bit different when that team plays the Raiders. Let me introduce myself. My name is Stephen Maggi, and I'm a broadcaster, as you know. My regular day job is the host of Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, a show that talks about all the things that are happening in Las Vegas. But I started in the business basically in sports covering the then Oakland Raiders. This was the first time they were in Oakland. Before that, even, I used to go to football games first at Frank Ewell Field and then at the Oakland Coliseum before I got into the broadcast business. When I got out of the broadcasting business the first time, I still stayed a fan of Oakland and then Los Angeles and then back to Oakland because it was bred into me. You know, I talked about my father and going to Frank Ewell Field as some of the great moments of my childhood, and it really brought us together. My dad was a big fan of the Raiders because he didn't really like the San Francisco 49ers, which were the other team in town in the 1960s. Uh, they had a tendency not to be able to win. It was kind of a dull sport at the time. The National Football League was pretty much a run game then, and the American Football League came along and started putting the ball up in the air, which was much more interesting to him. And as a little kid, well, whatever my dad was interested, I was interested in. And fortunately, he passed on that great love of the team, which has stayed with me for my entire life. Frank Ewell Field used to be a place where we'd go with um, one of my dad's close friends. He was a Safeway store manager, and another Safeway store manager, Royal Bradditch, actually introduced him to the Raiders by, come on over and take a look at this thing. And the first time we saw him was when Al Davis had just taken over, and the team went from becoming a joke and nothing, to what you recognize now, to the beginning of that whole Raider team that you've heard of over the last several decades. Raider Historian will cover it all. We're going to cover the players, look back at some of the great players that played this game, very interesting people back from the earliest uh, Oakland Raiders, guys like Jim Otto and Fred Blitnikoff, through the glory years of the 70s, George Blanda coming over, then Ken Stabler through the 80s, some good times, some championships, and some difficult times as the... Uh, Decade went on. The 90s had some really difficult times, and then the resurgence under John Gruden, and then a decade or so of absolutely miserable football back to where it is right now. We're going to talk about all those players over the time back and forth. It wasn't just the players, though. It was a special organization, and it started with the announcers. Bill King is 
perhaps one of the best local radio announcers of all time in not only football, but basketball and baseball as well. He was a really interesting character. And my partner back when I was in the radio business was a guy named Monty Stickles, one of the most interesting guys you'll ever meet. I'm going to talk about him a lot. And I got some insight about not only the players, but the owner and different things from Monty Stickles, who had a really close relationship to them all as their color announcer over uh, several seasons and so forth. Then when you talk about the Raiders, you always have to talk about the games, and that includes very special games, starting back with the Heidi game. I was there for that. The Sea of Hands, I was there for that as well. Those were the good ones. There were some rough ones, though, over the years. Who, who can forget the tuck rule uh, when John Gruden was a coach of the Raiders and Tom Brady supposedly fumbled? play very difficult to remember as is the immaculate reception it's still hard to look at that which leads to the rivalries the Raiders had probably more big rivalries than any team in football history including starting with the San Diego Chargers and then moving on to the New York Jets and Joe Namath was a great rivalry the Kansas City Chiefs still to this day is a great rivalry started with a huge brawl and just some great games between the two franchises the Denver Broncos are a strong rivalry the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Raiders through the 1970s, really were two of the best teams in all football, and those games were wars, basically. And there was always the close cross-bay rivalry with the San Francisco 49ers. As I mentioned before, there's been a number of stadiums. You know, believe it or not, the Raiders started out at Candlestick Park and then at Keysar Stadium in San Francisco before they finally got their own facility in Oakland. They were going to build it, so they had to play in a makeshift stadium, which was what we call Frank Ewell Field. Uh, Frank Ewell was a famous undertaker, and the stadium kind of fit that. It was a creaky old thing, but at least it was in Oakland. They drew decent crowds there. From there, the Oakland Coliseum, which now is considered a dump, but at the time was one of the real jewels in all of professional football. They moved down to L.A. and, interestingly enough, played in the same stadium where I went to college, USC. That's the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. They moved back to Oakland. They've always, throughout that time, were trying to get different deals done, and we'll talk about all that when we talk about Al Davis and the, all the moves, and that's another thing. You know, they've already moved. This will be their fourth move now as they head out to Las Vegas. Finally, it all comes down to the philosophy, and we're going to start the whole program with a look at Al Davis, Al Davis 101, because you have to understand Al Davis to understand the Raiders. It was his philosophy that built the team, and love him or hate him, he was a guy that really represented what happened on the field. A very interesting guy. So that's it. I hope you're going to enjoy this over the months and years ahead. In the meantime, just remember the place to go for Raider history through the eyes of somebody who was there throughout all this is RaiderHistorian.com. I look forward to joining you every week. My name again is Stephen Maggi.